This is the Ignition Show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to our podcast. My name is Chris Jansen, host of the Ignition Show. And our aim is to bring you a regular dose of ideas, insights, and inspiration you can actually use in the pursuit of your full potential and ignite the flame within you to live your best and full life. In addition to bringing you in-depth conversations with amazing guests, every other week, I'm going to sit down in front of the microphone and share with you some of the most important lessons and nuggets of wisdom I've encountered from training more than 10,000 people over the last decade, and also from the thousands of hours of intimate one-on-one conversations I've had with my coaching clients. So grab a pen or simply sit back and take in today's message. Let it sink in and ask yourself, how does this show up in my life? How can I apply the points that resonate with me to my life today? And what would happen if I did? All right, let's go. Let's dive in. Let's move over to the coach's corner. In today's episode, I want to give you a recording from a private client event that I had recently that I thought really would serve you as well. So we're going to go to that recording right now. So just to wrap up this call, I just wanted to spend a few minutes um, just giving a bit of a get a bit of perspective on things. And I just want to spend a few minutes talking about how do you approach problems? How do you approach problems? And the question I would have out of the gate is what is your relationship to problems? You know, when, when you bump into or when you encounter a problem, how do you tend to react? And of course the answer probably is, well, it depends, Chris. It depends on what that problem is. And you're, and you're right. Because when you really break it down, there's really two types of problems. There are what we can call safe problems and what we can call growth problems. And a safe problem is a problem that essentially causes you to want to stay safe. Often, these safe problems show up with lingering issues or lingering patterns that are often within your control. For example, it could be a problem that you might have with um, avoidance or overwhelm. When things get tough, do you tend to want to avoid or move away from the problem? Do you have an ongoing problem with procrastination or hesitation? You have uh, maybe is a problem at times where you find yourself blaming others for your situation or circumstances. Or maybe you tend to withdraw from certain situations, uh, uncomfortable situations. Maybe it's uh, withdrawing from making some decisions or certain topics or conflicts. Maybe you withdraw in a relationship. It can also be including, safe problems can also include uh, periods of depression or maybe even addiction. These are problems that we create often because we are trying to avoid some other bigger challenge. Whereas growth problems can also be thought of as quality problems. Growth problems usually involve some sort of forward thinking decision that can take your life to the next level or maybe the next stage. These problems also might even see, might seem risky because there's some uncertainty involved or they can be uncomfortable because you don't know how it's going to work out. Examples of a growth problem are maybe shifting careers. Maybe it's moving home or moving cities. Maybe it's asking for help. Maybe it's starting a business, trying to acquire new clients, trying to serve a growing number of clients or creating a product that you want to get out to the marketplace. Maybe it's letting go of people in your life that are no longer serving you. 
Maybe it's asking for help or it's committing to a relationship. And while those growth problems uh, are, we might see them as problems initially, what really is happening there is that growth problems require us to get outside our comfort zone. And that can be stressful. We human beings like comfort and we have a high need for certainty. And when we experience something that puts us outside of our comfort zone, often that can kick in us creating some safe problems. We avoid it, we procrastinate, we hesitate, we blame, we tell ourselves a story we're not ready yet. And that can create a very quick downward spiral or at least a spiral of us avoiding this opportunity to grow. Because safe problems, really truly safe problems are an attempt to gain certainty. To gain certainty and to gain some emotional control. But what safe problems really cause us to do is to shrink. Safe problems tend to, when we bump into a problem, we see it as a safe problem, meaning a problem that causes us to want to stay safe, is we want to avoid putting ourselves out there. We want to avoid the risk of failing, of being rejected, of um, not being liked. And when we go to a safe problem or react to a situation as if it's a safe problem, we shrink and it literally can tighten our body, can cloud our mind, and if we stay there too long, it can dampen our spirit because we get disconnected from our true power, our true sense of who we are. And if safe problems are an attempt to gain, gain certainty and emotional control, and then we end up shrinking, growth problems, on the other hand, are an attempt to elevate our life or our business. We expand into growth problems. We don't shrink from them. We expand into them. And what it does for us physiologically is it can open our heart, it can clear our mind, and it can absolutely free our spirit to pursue a growth problem. And the challenge that we create for ourselves often is it's very easy to confuse what could be a growth problem and we see it instead as a safe problem. You know, if I want to grow my business and I'm afraid of how am I going to service all these, these customers, so I don't, I can't, we tell ourselves I can't launch this product yet. Because what if all these people buy and I don't know how to serve them? And we start to see that as a safe problem, so we hesitate, we delay, we tell ourselves we're not ready yet. Whereas you look at really, really successful people, if we stay in the business context, a really successful entrepreneur will say, I need to get my, this product into the marketplace as soon as I can. So then I can deal with the customer service when I have that challenge. It's not a problem. It's not a problem that I need to avoid as to how to serve those customers. It's a, it's a growth problem. It's a quality problem. I want to figure out how to serve those customers because if I have more customers coming to me, it must mean I'm doing something right. It must mean I'm adding value. It must mean I'm moving closer to my mission and my vision for my life. Maybe we have an opportunity to uh, get our message out in a different way. Maybe we want to write a book or an ebook of some type. And we start to approach that like it's a safe problem. It's a scary endeavor. So we hesitate, we procrastinate, we tell ourselves we need to do more research and figure it out more. And by staying safe, we end up shrinking from it. And we delay. And if we shrink too long, that can really dampen our spirit, disconnect us from our goals and our missions. But when we see this rather as a, as a growth problem, it's like, I've never done this before. Yes, it's scary, it's uncomfortable, but how can I expand into this problem? How can I see this not as a safe problem, but as a growth problem, as a quality problem to have? 
everybody who embarks on something they've never done before has to figure it out. It doesn't matter if you're being the first man on the moon. You know, we're celebrating 50 years of the man on the moon. They've never done that before. They had to figure out a lot of things. Imagine if NASA said, that's too scary. When JFK said, we're going to put a man on the moon in 10 years. Imagine if the entire NASA team just started to shrink and hidden underneath the table and said, we don't know how to do that, boss. What would happen in the world? Where would the world be if we didn't have that? Now, I was just watching a, a clip on uh, PBS the other day, celebrating the fifth year of Man on the Moon. They were talking about uh, Apollo 8, the, the mission that went around the moon, did not land on the moon. And you, if you were around at the time, or maybe you're aware of the story, uh, this is on Christmas Eve, where they were, came out around the moon and is broadcast on TV. And the astronauts were told uh, they should say something. They should, you know, have some sort of something special to say because it would be the world's largest television audience. I forget the number now, but millions and millions and millions of people. Never before in the history of humanity has this many people been watching one or two men do something before. Imagine the pressure that may have felt. And NASA told the astronauts, they said, well, you should say something. You should say something. And they said, well, what do you want us to say? And the instruction from NASA was, I don't know, figure it out. And I think they had 48 hours or 24 hours to figure it out. Now, they could have said that's a safe, seen it as a safe problem. And they could have hesitated and shrunk and said, we don't want to do that. What if we just hide in the darkness of the moon? Where would the world be now? Where would the world be now? If Nelson Mandela, after all his years in jail, said, I guess I'm not cut out for this. 27 years in prison, he saw it as a growth problem, not a safe problem. Where would the world be now if Mother Teresa saw all the violence and the poverty and the strife that was happening in the world? And she saw that as a safe problem. It's too uncomfortable to go there. I'm just going to stay being the nun that I nun in my little village. What if not Mother Teresa decided not to expand into that problem? What the astronauts decided to do was, after some brainstorming, they decided to actually read from Genesis and the creation of the earth. And it was one of the most profound things. It brought tears to the eyes to, to the astronauts and to the crew on the ground how profound it was, the perspective that they brought as they zipped around the moon. So it's very easy to confuse what can be a growth problem, seeing it as a safe problem. And it would also mean the flip side of that coin is you can transform any, any situation where you recognize you are playing it safe, where you are shrinking, where you're avoiding, where you're withdrawing, where you're procrastinating. Maybe you're going to other vehicles, other, um, other places or substances to help you stay safe, going to a problem of depression or a problem of addiction to make you stay safe. It's, every safe problem can be transformed into a growth problem when you change your perspective. When you ask yourself, how can I grow into this? How can I expand into this? What do I really want? And where is the gift in this problem? 
where is the opportunity to serve my mission and vision in this problem? And when you can build the muscle of training yourself to look at it from that perspective, it doesn't mean the answer is always going to be easy or the actions are always going to be straightforward, but it elevates you. It elevates your mindset and it elevates your spirit to say, this is an opportunity for me. It's not a problem to shrink from. It's an opportunity to grow into. So I encourage you as you think about the challenges you've got on your plate right now, the feelings of hitting a wall, maybe feelings of hopelessness, maybe you've got so much going on that it feels like too much to take on. Maybe that's because you're seeing it as a safe problem, a problem that you want to stay safe from. It's too risky to try. Remember, growth problems are forward-thinking decisions that often take your life to the next level. They might seem as, be seen as risky, but these are quality problems to have. Life is not about having less problems. Life is about having more, higher quality growth problems. When you change your perspective on your problems, you change how you approach life. And when you change how you approach life, you change the results you get. So I encourage you to think about that as you go forward in the week ahead and to start to look at your problems from a different perspective. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We always want you to get the most of the time you've invested here. So this show is only valuable if you apply what you learned. And most learning, as I mentioned, is generated from reflection. So we'd love to hear from you and your reflections on what you learned or found interesting. Please join our community and go to theignitionshow.com slash connect. That's theignitionshow.com slash connect. And let us know what struck you. And what was it that you heard today that you really needed to hear today? You can leave us an audio message or join our Facebook group and participate in the conversation there, where we'd love to hear your comments and follow-up questions. As always, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our show, rate the show, or leave a review in iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website and respond to as many people as we can. And lastly, remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen, and this is The Ignition Show.